All right. When last we left, the riders of Motok were attacking the few pitiful spirits that were in the opening cavern, overwhelming them with their pinchers and claws, with Sybil in the lead. Yuturo had come in as well, and Alistair had just made it into the mouth of the cave, with Chukorg and Ehrlich not too far behind. So we shall rejoin our party. As a reminder, this is kind of a dark, dim-lit cavern. There's some cots and such for makeshift kind of like camp here that has been kind of not well tended. And there's this big cliff. These are kind of cliff faces that would take you quite a while to get up to if you just normally climbed up them. So it's, it'll be a little bit of a climbing challenge for those who are on feet. And then the rest of the cave is dark as far as, far as you can see. But we will say for the, for the moment that the riders of Mutok and the spirits have engaged in their battle. That battle will end as you guys all arrive together within the cave. Also, Brutus is there. Woo! In the distance, you hear the riders go, So as the crabs finish pincering down the last of the spirits, the leader of the riders looks over to Sybil. I do not believe we'd be able to get our crabs up those hills and through those small, tiny, tweaky places. What about yeeting them up into those crawl spaces? Size of a moose. Size of a moose. Can't, can't go through small, tight, constrained spaces. They dig, but... This will take some time. How far is Alistair from this conversation? You can arrive whenever you wish. Alistair overhears, then we bring them to you! Very well, we set up here. Is it still dank and dark in this cave? Yes. Okay, Ehrlich would point his staff up and cast a summon spell to basically summon a heap of light. (laughs) All right. As the cave illuminates, uh, you see several of the support pillars uh, kind of covered in moss, just kind of wrapping up the ceiling. You can, you notice that the camp uh, has some signs of life there. There definitely was somebody staying on one of those bed rolls somewhat recently. Um, you're not sure why. The guardians of this place wouldn't need bedrolls. Uh, this looks recent and fresh, yeah? Yes. Alistair points out it's probably looters. Brutus would trot over and sniff the bedroll. Does he pick up the scent? Is that what you're attempting to have him do? Figure out where they went? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, Let's give Brutus a quick roll.
real question is, is Ehrlich also going to smell it through his link with Brutus? Was kind of what I was aiming towards, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brutus kind of sniffs over, kind of rummages through the packs and the bedrolls, and then you kind of sense through Brutus. Uh, definitely pattern goes deeper into the, the scent, takes him deeper into the cave, more towards the northern side than the western side. Ehrlich would pick his staff up and point towards the northern um, northern door. That's the direction that they headed in. Are we going to proceed in that direction, or are we all going to stand here? There's a fork. There's a clear fork. We choose one of the paths. Should we vote? East. Uh, As true cork points, points west. Well, to be fair, the the cave we entered, we had to enter from the east side, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. What's so what's, what's north on this? Let's just make it easy and north be the top side of the table here. Okay. So Shukort pointed west, but said east. So he's pointing towards the south and south tunnel. And back the way we came. I vote the opposite of that. Ah, uh, true, Gorg. Being an orc of uh, great adventuring, picks up a handful of sand and drops it, and then uh, tastes it to get uh, a lay of the land. Is is there is there anything that looks like a torch or anything nearby? I illuminated the whole room. Yeah, I get it, but... You've also got Yatiru up there basically giving off lantern-level light. Uh, Uh, If you want to run around through the packs, you could probably find a torch in one of the packs. So, Alistair does just that, and chooses to light it, and throws it down the corridor. I'm sorry, which corridor? Uh, the one opposite, not the one Uchukor chose, so the one going north. You gotta throw it up a cliff and then over to that. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm doing. Is right. it? Yes, this is, this, is, this is quite a jump. So, I mean, it's talking something like 20, 30 feet climb to get up to this flagstone level. Okay, well, I still throw the torch. That's fair. Yatiru, could you get us to the top of that ledge easily? It could be done, yes. Alistair, I'm just going to lead the way. Alistair pops out his wings and uh, flies up onto the ledge. Do I see anything? You're looking in through the north north passage there? Yeah. Um, 
you can see this area is newer. The flagstones seem pretty fresh. And there's a lot of kind of almost like construction dust around from the walls. Um, it's, I mean, you see just down to the end of the hallway, but that's about it. So you can just tell that the flagstones are there. It's in complete darkness other than the, in the torch that you kind of threw down there, which is actually making it a little bit harder to see the end of the tunnel, to be honest, because, you know, light. Uh, Alistair is going to peep back and say, I'll clear it. Tiru is going to pause from circling around the ceiling and wind his way over to Alistair's general area at the clifftop. Then, twisting about, will begin the process of teleporting his companions up. Who wants to go first? Me, 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 Sibylid says. And with a sudden sort of whoosh, like the blink of the eye, Sybil finds herself the top. Thank you. She's then immediately followed by Brutus. Then Erlich. And finally Chukork. It seems to take a few moments to get Chukork up there, but... He eventually joins everyone. Once that is done, Yatiru will snake around past Alistair and also peer through the passage to try to see his thing. And since he has the, uh, the hell was it? I had a racial for this. Oh, the, your vision bonus or whatever? Unable to be blinded by lights, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he is going to make his attempt, if there's a role for it, for seeing down the corridor to get a better idea. Um, you don't need to roll for it. There's nothing more you can really see from this angle. I mean, it, it's, it's going to eventually dead end into this wall. But I mean, to give you guys an idea of sense of scale of this cavern, because I know Tabletop doesn't do really great at this. Um, this is probably a couple hundred yards from where you guys are at to the edge of the wall there. So it's, it is a non-trivial distance. I mean, you think about like what size like this bed is over here. Like you guys, tokens are probably significantly larger than what you think about. So, so yep. a football field, I know a non-regulation soccer field. Mm, yes. Hand soccer. Ehrlich would summon an ice ball into his hand, a solid ball of ice. Do I need to roll for that, or can I just, like, Ehrlich has the ability to summon a bowling ball? Do you want to summon a bowling ball? You can summon a bowling ball. It's not an attack yet, so... Ehrlich summons a bowling ball and hands it to Chukort. Roll this down to the end. Okay. It's Chukort, yeah. Gets ready to make a strike. Chukork rolls it down the hallway quite forcefully. So you keep it like next to you, or are you like trying to shove it ahead of you? I was half expecting him to, you know, like when you see a small child with a ball and they're just like pawing it with their hand as they walk. <laughs> yeah.
how far does it make it? Oh, I mean, that's why I was asking you. Do you like, do you like, are you like eating it like a bowling ball? Or are you kind of like pushing it like nah, a soccer roll ball? It, roll it like a regular rolling, rolling ball. Okay, so we'll say it makes it maybe, I don't know, 40, 50 yards and then stops. That's safe up to that point. Let's get going. All right. I'm going to have Yachiru dart ahead of them and progress along and. If I may do a vigilance check or something else to keep track of what we're actually doing. To be vigilant for traps, obstructions, clues, and other exciting things. Sure thing. Um, Because this cave is specifically designed to keep people out, the difficulty I think would be two purple and one red. One success, two advantages. All right, in this in this place of the cave, it seems to be pretty straightforward. Nothing out of the ordinary that you can tell. Again, this you, you notice as well that the flagstones are newer up here. This area of the cave is more recently excavated than the rest. Uh, you do notice that there are a couple small indicators in the wall uh, where you might assume that some of the spirit guardians are kind of directing towards probably the power points, like hey, go this direction, but so far, all you're going is going straight, so it's pretty obvious which direction you should go. All right, Yatiru drifts along his light, sort of giving an ethereal blue glow to things ahead of the party. So he flicks the air of his tongue every now and then, twisting about and pausing to study the signs before moving outwards. And gradually... The party is able to continue along on this interesting entry corridor. Chukort, continue to throw that thing forward, and I'll um, give you 100 gold coins if you make it in front of us a good distance through this entire expedition. Chukort. Uh, he just starts kicking it down the hallway. Um, side note here. Does anybody remember what I last pocketed? It was some type of, like, Essence, wasn't it? Hmm. You did pocket some, like, uh, spirit, like, leftovers. Yeah. Didn't somebody send me, like, a note uh, somewhere that told me what what it does? I think I probably, if it's uh, something I gave you, it's probably in the RPG den um, at some point there. Is it the um, vine wrap? I can't remember if it was the crystal or the vine wrap. Vine wrap was specifically the uh, kobold gift. The scarab was something that Chukork found near the church. So there was also the tree armor that we got, and then like. What was the plant? Yeah, Earl was like, who wants the tree armor? And no one claimed it. It's back at the boat. I remember correctly. I'm going to put that thing on the fucking tree in a minute. All right, I was just trying to remember what I had on me when we entered the cave. So, okay. That's right. I don't have the creepy doll. I have the vine. Okay. My creepy doll got left behind. Oh, wait. No, we did give the vine to Sybil. That's the tree armor, isn't it? Yes. 
Yeah, also does attacks. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Yeah. You should. Okay, so the the balls kicked down the hall again, Kaz. All right, so you guys proceed forward. Uh, we'll kind of make the next white marker, kind of like the next spot because it's like the corner there. Uh, you guys proceed forward. The ball keeps going. Rolling forward, you two are, you're coming up. You can clearly see the end of the cave or this part of the cave onto the next kind of hallway. Uh, so, this is like the first potential other thing that <laughs> might happen. Yeah, Yatiru is aware of how much light he's giving off, so he stops a bit before that so that he doesn't immediately light up the corridor and lets his companions proceed beyond him towards that point. Ehrlich would, would kind of hold everybody up and then would pat Brutus so Brutus could, like, hug his way up to the corner and peek around. All right. This is Brutus kind of peeks around. He noticed that there's kind of a set of guard patrols just kind of chilling kind of down here. You also start to notice as you get further down the down this corvin and he kind of peeks around and hears... There sounds like there's regular rhythmic clinking and pounding, similar to the sounds of excavation via manual hand tools somewhere deeper in the cave. Ehrlich would would say in the best stage whisper that he could manage, there's four of the guards around over there. And there's some kind of, of, of digging noise. Sybil whispers and says, let's send the dog. Yes, the dog is disposable. So are you guys sending Brutus? No, hell no. Kitira would immediately pull him back if he tried to go forwards. Yeah, this... <laughs> Alistair, <laughs> Alistair decides to take a step out into the room. I'm sure they're friendly. So are you Are you just, like, obviously taking a step out so they can see you type deal? No, no, I'm, I'm hugging the corner. Okay, all right. All right. Stealth roll then, please. Ah, that thing I'm amazing at? <laughs> Let's do this. My stealth rolls have been legendary so far. (laughs) (laughs) Three yellows and a green. All right, I'm ready to become one with the environment. All right, let's see it. You want me to try to teleport you into the wall? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Let's make sure this is red right. There you go. Also, Coco, we need a new chew cork token. No, I, I found it. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I am, I am a hundred percent melding in with the environment. All right, you stick to the because it's already dark and there's no real light down here except for what is being sent off by Yuturu. Uh You're able to easily stay in the very dark, dank, sh- deepest parts of the shadows as you kind of peek around the corner. You can see they're very active, these guards. Unlike probably normal human guards who get very distracted, these spirit guardians seem to be very attentive. They're kind of turning 
at 90 degrees, like every 30 seconds or so. So that they're always facing all four directions, but that nobody's facing the same direction for more than, you know, that, that brief period. All right. Al- Alistair, Alistair is going to, we already know there's four, right? Yes. Hmm. I would like to do a thing real quick. What's the thing you're doing? Ehrlich would pick up his ice ball that he's been uh, having shoe court play with. And he would take a moment and he would pluck a thing out from his ear. It's his magic quill. And he would etch a rune onto the ice ball. You'd have to walk across the hallway to get it, though. I thought it came up to the edge. It got Totally kicked to the end of the wall. If he made grabby hands towards the wall, then I would assume Yatira would teleport it back to him for him. Okay, we'll do that then. So, just assume that happened and continue with your grand plan. He he extends his hand out, knowing that Yatira will read his mind, and the ball just like appears back in his hand like he has force powers. Does Chukork react to this? Someone else is demonstrating his power. But now, no, normally Yatira does that stuff to mess with Chukork. So, okay, so Ehrlich's gonna etch some runes on here. Um, I am going to go for an. Let's see. Empowered Blast. Wait, where are you doing this from? With Destructive. Whoa. Are you trying to kill me? No, he's doing this to the uh, ice ball. He's not doing it to you. You're safe. This is back like more than a few paces behind you in the corridor where we came from. Yeah, I don't I I, I mean can Ehrlich etch destructive runes on on Alistair? No. <laughs> Maybe Alistair's <laughs> armor, but that'd be a horrible idea. That's that's not a question for Alistair, Marius. No. <laughs> question for the dungeon master. Yes, if you're willing to expend the strain, you may roll for creating a holy hand grenade. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> All right, so that's. Can uh, I give him a boost die? Yeah. Hell yeah. Enjoy that. Enjoy the power. Okay, so that's two for destructive, two for empowered, one for blast. Uh, yeah. Sounds right. One boost die, and I have three arcane, or three yellows, and two that color, green. Okay, rolling. One success and two advantages. Nice. How does it look when you inscribe it onto this ice ball? It 
it's a pretty pretty intricate rune set that he does, but he is doing this kind of on the fly. So the kind of uh, blocky dwarven runes that Ehrlich uh, kind of uses most of the time stretch around this ball and its interior goes from a kind of like completely opaque to becoming slightly translucent. Nice. And just to be clear, what is the trigger for the for this for this ice ball holy hand grenade to go off? Bonk-tong! Um let's he, how what's the distance here between them and the the guys? Quite considerable, like a hundred yards. Yes. Yep. Uh, the explo- It's going to be like a. Uh, he has. He has to like give it a thought. So he has to like think about it. Like send a command to the, to the ice ball. So manual trigger. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And he he would look to True Court. I want you to throw this down the hall. And get their attention. And then get back behind the wall. Do you understand, Shukor? Shukor? Processing. We've lost Irv to the goats again. No. Might I suggest uh, Alistair as a backup? Ehrlich would look to Yatiru. Wait. Yatiru, can you transport this up the hallways? Wait, I can throw things very accurately. Can you... Uh, maybe not as accurate as a teleport, but well, I, I this is very sensitive, Alistair. I don't want to kill you if you accidentally throw it into the wall oh, next to Fine, give it the freaking tear to do it. I would have uh, shielded him first if you want to try that. But... Hey guys, I wasn't paying attention. What are we doing? Oh, good. Shoot court. Throw this down the hallway. Hold on, hold, on, hold on a second. Oh, okay. Court. All right. So, Yatiro is going to immediately cast that shield spell he mentioned. <laughs> okay. Is it a barrier, I'm guessing? Yep. Point blank barrier. Let's see. And I'm going to say that is empowered because we want to outright reduce damage. All right. And if it is a high roll, I will multi-target it onto Alistair's splash. All right. Chugorg takes this glowing blue ball and whiffs it down the hallway. All right, let's get that. Let's get Yutura's barrier up here first. So triple purple. Oh, he's still. Is he rolling? Well, he's going to. I'll feel in a second here. All right, and I will take one boost die because I am feasting on the humanoid emanations. Yes, feed me your emotional energy. Mmm, taste the energy. The world is energy. I must devour it all.
two successes, three advantages, and a triumph. So, can I translate that triumph into just uber shielding? Yeah, so barrier reduced damage equal to the number of uncancelled successes. So, you have two, two successes. So, if you want to double that for your triumph, does that sound good? Four successes? So, basically, add a soak of four. All right, and I will take one of the advantages to spread it to Alistair and take the other two advantages to cancel out my strain because economic efficiency. Jiru must be fuel efficient. Let's go. How, right. On so that just, note, how much strain do I have to do for that room? Oh, uh, I already <laughs> added it to Yefta. Thank you. All right, so... Ichiru briefly shifts from blue to Viridian. And Alistair, Chukork, you would both notice just the very, very faintest of, like, greenishness about you for a moment. Then sort of, like, fades back down into nothing. You're ready now. Have fun throwing the rock, yes? It's ice, Ichiru. Ah. You know what the difference between ice and dirt is, is rock. Chukork, yes? Chukork uh, hurls this ball of ice down the hole. Alright, I'm going to ask for probably an athletics throw here, because um, this is going to be definitely athletics. So that's based on your bronze. That'll be five greens versus your three purples for a very far shot put. Can I throw a boost on him too? Yeah. I will keep abusing this as much as possible. Yeah, okay. This is one of the few things my character does. Is that good? I can never tell what the dice I didn't really roll at all. Like, those dice only turned like four times in the air. It's a roll. Four successes and two threads. All right. Chukorg yeets the ice ball down. It's, I mean, it's a far yeet, but thankfully it's a ball, so it rolls, because otherwise, I mean, that's 100 yards just right there. So he rolls it down. It kind of ends right right between these first two guards. And again, this, this is quite a wide hallway here, but uh, it ends kind of like right in the middle between those two guards. I think the threats are uh, the two, the one that's kind of looking that way, the purple one, notices the ball kind of rolling down and you hear a noise come out of it and the orange guy and the purple guy immediately kind of start scrambling back. Those two you'll keep uh, semi-unaware as the ball rolls between them. Okay. Ehrlich would set it off. All right. So that had a couple things on it. We had Blast and Empowered. Awesome. Okay. So these two kind of crush up against their respective walls, uh, just kind of smash up against it um, as the ice just kind of levels them against the wall and kind of locks them in place temporarily. We are now an initiative. I have pre-rolled this evening. Initiative rolls for everyone. So we start with a PC slot.
Right. Initiative. I uh, civil steps forward and decides to take the first steps towards the two stuck in the house. Well, hold on. I'm still cloaked. I can still do a sneaky action, yeah? Or is that lost already because of things? They don't know that you're specifically there. They know somebody, uh, they know Chukor yeeted it down, so they're at least focused on him, but yeah. Your stealth is probably good until you break it. Yeah. And as a reminder, it is pretty much pitch dark in here, so if you guys want to see well to do any ranged sort of stuff, you're going to need to somehow create additional light. No, I want to keep it dark so I can um, get up right up on top of them. All right, so that will be a hundred yard run. So that'll pretty much, if you want to like, if you want to close to melee range, that's going to basically be your your action is just rushing down the the hallway. Yes, please. All right, so you, Sybil rushes down the hallway. Next to the NPC slot, uh, orange. Uh, you see the wall temporarily light up, or actually, as purple touches the wall, the wall kind of lights up behind it, and you see a red line kind of shoot down the the length of the hall and start cascading in this kind of almost rhythmic heartbeat type style rune in the wall down and out of sight. Uh, It then turns and you see it touch the ground and it pulls out of the flagstone of the ground, like some type of improvised mace type weapon. And it begins to rush forward towards the group. But it, obviously, again, that's like 100 yards, so that's all it can do this turn. Next NPC slot, Orange rushes over to Green to attempt to help free him. But again, 100 yards into the PC, into the NPC slot to PC slot. All right, Alistair's going to go next. Uh, is Blue within reach or Purple? Uh, that is about 100 yards from you to Blue. So I won't be able to do anything after that. You are, yes, it's basically a, just like Sybil did, it would be a bum rush. What, how far can I move and then take an action? Um, I mean, probably like closer to 30, I think what, what you have 30, 30 to 40 meters of movement typically. Unless you're somehow using something to propel you. How, how high up is the cavern? Uh, you mean the ceiling or the no, no, ceiling? Ceiling, ceiling. Ceilings are about twenty foot high. Okay, not a, a whole lot of space to fly. Um, Alistair is going to move forward, but again, try to hug the shadows as far as much as he can. Okay, you got to go for the full hundred. Uh, will I be able to do that in stealth? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes. Towards green. Okay. NPC slot. Uh, Green is going to attempt to break itself free from the ice trap that it has found itself in. Ah, I keep grabbing dragon. Are we missing a PC roll? Did I miss one? I'm counting four PC, so... So I'm wondering. Apologies that I missed one. I thought he was just making it hard on us. I will add another. Thank you. Hey, action economy is a little important. (laughs) 
All right. In versus. All right. You see him. Um, those of you who can see around the corner, the guy in green, he touches the wall and you see it, it almost like the wall kind of like cave back in for a second. And then he launches himself out through the ice. He takes damage from the launch. You can see small wisps of ichor kind of fly off from where the ice kind of had impaled him before, but he just, he lands in a ruddy battle stance, um, just kind of in the middle of the hallway, um, kind of, kind of sees Sybil across the hallway and just a ready battle stance. That's all I can do this turn to break free, but he is, he is out and he is ready to rumble. PC. All right, Chew Cork. Yes. I need you to get their attention off of Sybil, yes? It is bad if she is bashed, yes? Ah, fair enough. You are shielded, you are protected. You are more green now than usual, yes? I've always been this hue of green. Ichiru briefly intensifies the barrier on him so he can see the wondrous <laughs> additional light. <laughs> Uh, the old cork. It is your strength, yes? I should probably go get checked out. This doesn't look good. First, you must go and you must make them attack you. And you must kick them. You must kick them down good, yes? Uh, Shoot them with your crossbow. Uh, Alright. Chukork, being an orc of action, just combat roll out into the middle of the hallway. And uh, to draw attention, he begins taunting. He begins taunting, taunting the spirits. Okay, sounds like a social role to me. So, uh, what what skill would you like to use? Uh, I'd like to use leadership, and I'm going to taunt them by boasting about my, uh, you know. About my, uh, hold on, I'm trying to word this properly. <laughs> not very charismatic. About my uh, exploits against the Vivicantum. All right, I think that sounds like a three purple versus your uh, your leadership, which is three yellow. So go ahead and roll it up. Oh, nice! It's already on the board. Purple dice never look good. Somehow you washed it. Zero <laughs> success, one advantage. See, that's a 9-9. Nine, nine. They've never heard of the Vivicanthum before. Fair enough. The advantage is they know the Vivicanthum now. <laughs> yeah. You see them whisper through their their mouth face plates. Vivicanthum, Vivicanthum, Vivicanthum. All right, do you want to do an orky action now? I get an action, right? Or was that my action? Uh, you moved, or semi-moved, with your combat roll into the middle, uh, and then you did an action to attempt to socially distract them, taunt okay. them. All right, who's next? Did, did, we, did we kill one of the NPCs? 
have not. No, there's just only four of them currently in this scene, so I, I have one of them flipped over. Oh, okay. Um, Trick, do you mind if I take this one? I'm maintaining barrier spells. Until, like, they murder Sybil, I've got nothing to do. Okay. Ideally, I do not want them to murder Sybil. I was going to stab Blue. Herlick would step out from around the corner. I was going to have him cast an additional barrier. So you don't die. You're like a yeah. You could actually imbue else. that barrier. If you're going to do an arcane one, you can give her damagey effects off of it as well. I was actually going to do spell resistance, like the spell reflection. We haven't really used that, but it looks very useful. So it would just be reflection and additional target, because he cast it on Sybil and Alistair and range. It would... What what he would shoot for, I don't know how... I realized I was hitting the wrong button, so I don't know how much of that came through. He would be doing... Um, Okay, uh, additional target, because he would cast it on Sybil and Alistair since they're in the front. Range for how many range bands you think I need to apply, K and um, reflection, which would be... Um, essentially would reflect magic attacks for that were made on the two of them. Yeah, it sounded like a five purple, because you got one for your basic cast, two for range, and two for reflection. Does that sound right? Because you're, you're you're sending a spell at about 100 yards, so... Yeah. Okay. That's, I'm fine with that. And since you haven't wandered out into the middle of the corridor, you're within... probably within range for Yatira's boost, so... Yeah. Enjoy. Blue. Er- Ehrlich would, like... He wouldn't be, like, hugging the corridor, but he'd certainly not be diving out from it. Okay. Uh, rolling... What? Dang. Wow. I boned. I've never had that happen before. Okay. Uh, That's all that happens. (laughs) Well, you have a threat. Don't forget the threat. I think as you cast additional magic, um, the runes in the wall seem to come alive in the same way that when the when the spirit touched the wall and they kind of lit up. And you notice your magic kind of, it's such a far range, it kind of siphons off course almost into the wall and you see that same um, kind of heartbeat type thing, only it's a different color. It's the color of your whatever your magic is kind of reflected through and it kind of gets sent down the wall. Do I have a strain cost for that? Yes, that'd be two. All magic is default to unless you have other threats or anything that modify it. Can I investigate this off turn? Interesting effect in the wall. I'm assuming it's even wrapping around to where we are. Uh, It it starts about the spot. It's kind of like a guard post thing. So it kind of starts like right around here. Um, But you can certainly when you get Ah, there. So really quick question. These, these uh, enemies are humanoid. There's spirits. There's spirit guardians. More than what we've seen the other ones. Yeah. Okay. 
So if they were matching the theme of a lot of our stuff, even though the artwork is itself, they'd probably be an amalgamation of like shaped, artistically crafted, like runic metal, lights, crystals, the usual thing you would expect from these bound constructs. Just in the profile of what you see on the icon. They're made of metal, you say? Not your kind of metal. Of, <laughs> More like metallic crystal. If they were just straight metal, I'd just think about how much that would make them useless. I'll let Coco decide that. All right, so that was PC slot at the bottom, so we're back to PC slot at top. Um, Sybil takes out her spear and jabs it into blue. Awesome. All right. He is pinned, so that'll make you'll get a boost die because he's already pinned with ice. So go ahead and make your melee attack. Your spear is melee heavy, I believe. So that's two yellow versus two purple. You're going to boost die because he's stuck to the wall. All right, so two purple, two yellow, and a boost. That is correct. One success, two threats. Awesome. You're able to smash... With the ice into the creature or into the spirit, you hear it let out a strangled scream as the spear pierces it. Uh, you don't have enough for crit. That's okay. Uh, so you get damage plus three. So that's two for your brawn, plus three for your um, melee, plus you've got two ranks in that. Okay. Awesome. I've got that. Uh, the threats, as you pull out the spear, because you kind of smashed through the ice a little bit, uh, he comes loose from the wall. So he's no longer pinned to the wall. Nice attack. Next PC slot. Now, no, do we want to have this for Alistair to do something to be revealed? Bring our tonk into the fray. I am a tonk. Um, okay, so she's got the left two preoccupied, yeah? Roughly. I mean, again, this is a huge corridor. I mean, it's not like they couldn't wrap around or whatever, but yes, the purple and the blue are our focus one on her. All right. So Alistair, how far across to blue? Uh, the, the corridor itself is about probably 30 to 40 yards wide. Okay. Which is about the maximum normal move range. Yeah. Correct. Yes. All right. Uh, I am going to move sneakily across the floor, kind of like a lizard across the floor. And then I want to sneak attack. I'm going to place myself in between purple and blue. Behind blue. And I am going to... Go for a cleave. 
Ooh. A good old berserk style overhead double handed sword strike. All right. I never did dis get a great sword icon for my my sword, I guess. You seen a great sword? You said I, I, that would be appropriate, would not? Is there not a is there a bigger sword than that? <laughs> That's two handed. There's long sword. This is really heavy. There's a great sword. Ew. Guessing those are probably one of your best options. I mean, they're like great axes, but I don't feel like that's the same. So I, yeah, this is this is a huge sword. We're talking like berserk esque size, cloud sized sword. Uh, that's that's my enchanted sword. Okay. And then I still have my standard normal dinky short sword. So. All right. So we're we're going for a heavy cleave on this one. Okay. Uh, Mealy heavy, I guess. Right. Yep. Uh, four green. All right, so you'll get four green. You'll get uh, two boosts for the stealth attack. Uh, it is difficulty of... <coughs> Let me just grab this real quick. Uh, what's his defense? Got? Okay, so yeah, it'll be difficulty of two purple and one black. I'll take it. Woo! All right. Al Alistair Cleaves going from right shoulder down to left torso. So Braun is four plus four damage. Uh, you crit on two advantages. You have two advantages? Mm -hmm. You have one advantage. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> nice try. Uh, so plus four. So four plus four is eight. Do you have any extra in your any skill ranks in that? Uh, don't see it. Any? Okay. All right. Damage recorded. You smash down hard on it. It goes down to one knee. Uh, between that and the ice attack and Sybil's attack, it is on its last legs, as it were. Lots of ichor is flowing all the way out and through all the gashes. It lets out a scrambled, screeching noise. So would would swapping out my sword for the shield count as an extra action? Because it's kind of like instantaneous. Yeah, if you're going to use that as a bonus action, you can have one bonus action. Yeah, let me do that. So Al Alistair draws his shorts. Uh, the greatsword disappears out of his hand. And he swaps the short sword and shield, summoning his, his magical shield. Okay. NPC slot one. We're going to go with uh, blue here first because he's on his last legs. Uh, he's going to turn and he is going to make a lunging attack um, against the Tonk. 
All right. May spend a maneuver directly one minion group medium range. Just immediate free maneuver and add is plus to its check. Okay. All right. Excellent. Okay. So its attack is two yellow and two green. Does Perry help me at all here? Um, depending on what the results are, yes. Uh, what is uh, Alistair has the shield, the buff shield? Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's an extra soak of four if you get hit. Uh, and do you have any melee defense right now? Two, two melee defense. That is two black die for that. You should also have another like four soak from the shielding spell. Yep, yep. So that'll ha- that'll happen if it hits. All right. Got to hit first. All right, one success and one threat. So yes, that will definitely come into play. All right, so that does four plus one is five, six, seven. This is a melee combat check? Yes. Uh, I have... It says activation maneuver, so I can't do that as an incidental, I guess. Correct. Okay. You've got enough anyways. Between your natural defense of five plus the four from Yuturu, which is a nine... I mean, you you feel the you feel the wall blade kind of slip right off the barrier. It kind of feels like it's going to start penetrating through, but then your your natural armor just kind of you're able to kind of deflect it. Mm. Uh, so your true barrier has taken hit. All right, how does that affect anything? All right, so you're you're holding the barrier up, but you're going to need to make concentration to maintain barrier. All right, what do you want for that? Uh, that is your magic skill that you're using to hold the barrier. All right, so that will be the uh, good old by the force of divinity. Yep, and it only did it only. So it was only a seven hit. So I think that is just average difficulty for this first one. Let me just double check my rules. Yes, average difficulty for the first hit on the barrier. Three successes and one advantage. You Did hold I the barrier. translate anything or? No, nah, it just holds the barrier. No, nah, that's a shame. It would have been nice to earn that advantage. I know. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, next NPC slot. We go with the green. He was ready in combat stance. Uh, he is going to rush down the hallway towards the Chukorg. It is his entire action because it's about 100 yards. Uh, and to PC slot. I'd like to react to that if it's okay with everybody else. Yeah. I figure it's either you or Chukorg. All right. Ehrlich would see the guy. He'd kind of come around the corner enough that he could get into Ehrlich's view. Ehrlich would extend his uh, staff and immediately cast a spell. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for just a very simple spell. It's literally just arranged and ice. And the ice is a given. So it's just range. All right. So this is an attack spell? Yeah. This is just an attack spell. All right. Sounds like a two purple. 
and then does he just always get this boost from Uteru as long as he's until you're yes until you run out of range everybody gains boosts from Uteru by virtue of being within snack range okay You just say smack range? Snack. Damn it. Okay. Uh, five successes and one advantage. I'd like to use the advantage to heal strain. That... Yep. I can't use successes to heal strain, can I? Nope. <laughs> that's just damage. So, I mean, that's actually a lot of damage, right? Because you got five fr- from the successes plus your yeah. base stat. So, I mean, you, you did a, that, was, that was a hard hit. Yeah, it would be... And he subs his um, one really good knowledge for damage, if anything requires knowledge. Shouldn't right now? I don't think... I was just trying to see if that, that applied anywhere. The ice does give the ensnare... Uh, that would be that's how the uh, knowledge skill ranks would factor in. Okay. Yep. Okay. So yeah. All right. He's running, he's running, you, your spell hits him, the ice kind of like cascades up its body, and it's almost like the jerk like stops in the motion like as the ice hits and slams him in, freezes him in place with the ensnare, uh, and he takes his first damage. Awesome. Second damage, technically. Okay, we are on to NPC slot. Uh, this is going to be purple. Purple is going to bum rush Alistair. What's happening? Purple guy is taking a swing at you. Uh, you better get dunked on. You will fail, Purple. You will fail miserably. That was almost a triumph. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So there's a few things to calculate here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, if I want to suffer three strain, I can reduce the damage of the hit by two plus their ranks and parry, so three, basically. All right, how much damage am I going to take from this? Let's see. So you've got, it is his brawn of four plus three plus two, so four, nine. nine. Um, so you have a Soka five plus four, so you are actually even. Uh, with, with the barrier boost. Oh, so I take no damage? Take no damage this time. It require another concentration roll from you too. Woo! Why are you forcing me to pay attention? <laughs> <laughs> and it is now up to three purple because there's additional concentration. 
All right, I'm seeing the drawback here to saving everybody. <laughs> you chose to be the healer, damn it. Discplete priest or bust. All right, you hold your barrier. At this point, I like to believe that the barrier is now more luminous. Alistair is giving off a, a bit more of that viridian glow as it sort of like every single time gets hit and you two is doing a concentration roll, it's a little bit brighter. All right. Whether it's encouraging or not, that's up for Alistair to decide. PC slot. Gotta say Sybil or Chukor got this one. Unless we want Alistair to go gank something. Are we back to the top or? No, we're back to the we've got two more PC slots at the bottom before we All go right. back to the top. So we've got How... like four PCs in a row here to make our choices. How far away is green? Uh green is you know, it is he's within a quick quick hop, skip, and a jump from you. I would like to take Chugorg. Would like to take a step forward and take a knee and quite carefully steady his crossbow and uh, aim at his throat. All right. Is this like a point blank shot? <laughs> Practically. And he's also been snared a nice. Yeah, it, it's just shy of point blank to where he wouldn't like suffer the range loss of trying to fend something that's whacking him in the face. Wait, I thought Orange was ensnared a nice. No. no. Little Wait, Rich basically ice tombed 44. Like yeah, right why, there. Is he, why is he closer then? Because he did a Naruto dash over. Oh. Typically, Chukork would just fire from the hip, but since he's ensnared, immobile, so close, he better take aim. Careful aim. (laughs) Do you take strain to aim? No, you can use it instead of a maneuver. All right, so go ahead and put your range in there. So that's uh, two yellow, two green. I thought I was better than that. Oh, wait, those are, pur- those are purples. <laughs> now you have a boost die because he's frozen in ice. And a boost die for your aim. How many purples? That is two purple. Ah, this seems too easy. Well, he's freaking frozen in ice a few feet away from you. What do you want? I feel like I'm cheating. <laughs> awesome. Crossbow bolt <clears throat> thwacks off your crossbow, hits him dead center in the throat. Icker flies everywhere. And he is downed from the crossbow bolt. Huzzah. Huzzah! Is he going to fade? Indeed, he begins to fade immediately. But you notice that his uh, energy, Ituru, actually fades into the wall, and that same heartbeat um, stuff starts sucking uh, what his fading extra energy into the wall. 
Tiru bars his fangs a little at this. The temptation is starting to form. You, you filthy addict. He sees a lot. Doesn't one of these have to be consumed by by uh, Itiru as he's concentrating? No, I can keep doing that until they break shit. So we get a free NPC slot well, until you break concentration? Well, no, it's just a PC. I'm not using a PC slot that I otherwise could be using. I'm sacrificing my ability to actually do shit in order to keep you alive. But shouldn't that cost a PC slot, though? No, That's what no. I'm asking. No, it does not. Okay. Uh, Shouldn't I go? Uh, Sybil is going to stab the blue one again. All right. Standard two purple plus one black to attack him. Uh, He is on his last legs. Uh, none of the blues. Uh, You're out of. No. Sorry, go ahead. I was about to say, he's been free of his ice. He is sort of like down on his knee. Yep. You're out of range of Yuturu. So, I don't know. Is that really a blue? Is a blue really even needed? He's at like 1 HP. No, it's fine. Two successes, one threat. All right, you stab, you stab into him, and you you see his final energy just kind of blast out as the ichor blasts out of its back, and then you see it immediately his energy suck into the wall, uh, and you see the line just kind of light up again, and then the threat you hear from around the corner, a huge noise as something is coming. Closer and fast. You guys feel the the flagstones actually shaking under the weight of something moving very big, very fast towards you. God damn it. Uh, Alistair's going to take the next PC slot. Okay, PC slot. (sighs) Hearing that bullshit... Because it is bullshit. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, Alistair is h- how you said 30 w- yards wide? Yeah, roughly, yep. And about 20 feet tall? Yep. Fuck, okay. Uh, how difficult would it be to conjure slash use my in, my my earth earth innateness a two foot thick wall over that distance. Two foot thick wall over 30 meters? Yep. All the way up to the ceiling. That would be a formidable a formidable role, for sure. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Go for it. All right. Uh, I am going to bust a story token on this. Okay. 
just to give myself a little extra advantage, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna do this with my three primal yellows. So what does the story token give me? Another green? Yep. Take it. So formidable is five purples. Holy shit. 30 meters, dude. <laughs> Two foot thick. I mean, I got to stop whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> I don't disagree. I'm just, I'm just trying to help you understand the realities of how big of a spell you're about to cast. I mean, it could be friendly. We don't know. Maybe we could talk That's true. to it. Maybe Troy, Troy, let me try to win it over. Troy, you can pass through this wall later. You can try that. Um, no, I actually cannot easily pass through it. It's not... Okay, hold no, on. No, Yatiru doesn't first. actually pass through walls. He, like, passes slightly and then teleports. Oh, shit. His binding color prevents passing through walls. Alright, I managed to do this shit, first of all. <laughs> just block off one of the passageways. Yeah, he plugged up the, uh, end of the corridor. Alright, the wall lurches to your the floor and the ceiling lurch to your command uh you see a huge amount of rock and stone kind of put up a two-foot barrier uh you will take an extra strain so it'll be three strain to to pull this off because of the threat uh, but you are able to pull up that wall of rock all right i'll take it i i would like to claim the next pc slot all yours. He's uh, Ehrlich would step around the corridor. Does he have a good? Does he have an angle on orange? Yeah. Okay, I would cast that same spell that he cast on green. So okay. just the range and its ice. Okay, this is a slightly farther range, so I think this will be probably three purple instead of two. Okay, give me one sec, because I want to think. Um... Oops. I am going to do two things. One is that he would add because like Ehrlich's starting to get pissed. He's starting to get tired. You know, he's having to use a lot of magical damage here, so he's going to add deadly to this. This this is peak Ehrlich is annoyed. And then he's also going to use his uh, thing that he hasn't used much where he like punctures his arm and gets blood magic flowing into it, which should add to the successes. And I only want to do that once. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so here we go. Ooh, what an interesting result. 
So what happens? I can't remember. Would we get a triumph but a failure? So essentially, your your spell failed, right? So you, you dodge out of the way of your attack, like you know, you cast it at range. It kind of jumped out of the way. But you have a triumph, right? So there's there's still some, you can change the situation to your team's advantage, right? So maybe you instead of hitting the character, you hit part of the wall, and part of the wall collapses, making it harder to get to you or the team. Maybe uh, you cause you know like um a reflection and it, it makes it difficult terrain um you, there's a lot of different ways you could use that advantage or that triumph okay to kind of turn it to your advantage i got so, it so I, I before you state anything i want you to consider there is a creature that is still probably capable of accept like getting to us hey alistair just just a thought maybe maybe just like give me some faith here a moment and shut up because I know what you're about to say, and I wanted it to be my idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, that threat goes away because he 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 like cut himself because yep that so it's two failures and a triumph. So the the spell would like miss the creature. Like I guess it like leaned back real far all of a sudden, and it would hit the wall. And then when it hit the wall, it kind of deflected off the runes rather than for like half a fraction of an instant. It looked like maybe it would be absorbed by the wall. But instead, Ehrlich would kind of twist his staff and it would shoot off. And then the spell would hit the wall that Alistair had created and impart this kind of deadly ability to the wall. In case something tried to break the wall, bad things would happen to it. I appreciate you. All right. Sounds good. So if anything tries to break the wall, it's essentially vicious quality with a lot of ranks of knowledge behind it. I guess that translates to the wall suddenly grows ice spikes or something. It's a trap. Uh, Yes, it's going to be like Bulletstorm now. Kick Kick 22 into the wall. Well, speaking of things hammering that wall... It's coming. It's coming like oh, a truck. I don't feel comfortable. You've got a shield. What could go wrong? Everything. All right. All right, so you uh, the wall kind of deadened the, the, the shaking of the flagstones or whatever for a moment or whatever, right? And so for a, for a precious second, the room quiets, for, except for the, the fighting of the other, everyone is kind of still fighting. And then you see the wall explode in as this huge creature easily, probably 11 foot to 12 foot high and about nine and a half feet wide, almost like a worm, just like busts into it. And it's got the head of like a bull and it just smashes into it. It takes incredible amounts of damage from the deadly and the wall, but it keeps on trucking. Like it is in and you see kind of behind it. uh, You see several appendages kind of flopping behind it, kind of connected to it. You see a kind of tissue 
extra symbols. And as it smashes through the wall, it launches those little tentacles out like miniature hammers with spikes on the end of them forward. And it crawl, locks into the flagstone ground and it drags itself further forward. So it's essentially creating itself like a slingshot. And next time it moves, it is going to slingshot itself down the corridor. So it has telegraphed. Telegraphed its move. That's why it's the kind of threat. You know what it's going to do. Wait, wait, wait. You know what it's going to do. You have a pretty good idea. We know or it knows? You you know. Presumably it knows too, Murph. <laughs> that is also true. Okay. All right, so I have a question for you lot, my fellow adventurers. If I drop the shield... Can you drop 22 and 77 in time? Uh, uh, <laughs> now, hear me out. There's this thing called Sanctuary, and I can keep our big bad sitting away for a while. You know, sanctuary is bullshit, but I have to maintain it. And I can't maintain it and maintain the shield on you at the same time. If, if this thing doesn't come pummeling at us, yes. <laughs> I had, I had an alternate idea that, that Yuturu could do here. I'm listening. If if it's going to launch itself forward and we know where it's going to be, couldn't Yuturu just like create a a portal that turns it around so it launches itself through the portal and launches itself back down the hall? I could technically, if the role is good enough, just create a portal to another plane and we could simply remove the problem. Could, could we do we're that? not <laughs> But there's not exactly water on the ground. So my portal's not going to be that easy to actually channel. Okay. So how many PC slots do we got before this thing slingshots? Let's see. There is another NPC immediately after, but I don't think Coco is going to do that for a two-wombo combo with a telegraph of us not getting to do shit. That'd be weird. But at its earliest, it's there, so we'd only have the one PC slot for the one portal attempt. Portal is a channel. So, I'm going to say, Marius, this is your call. You aren't a tank, you're at the front line. Take care of the fucking scary uh, super monster that fucking Kool-Aid man out of the wall and acted like it didn't fucking phase him. The deadly wall, by the way. Does it whisper a spirit equivalent of oh yeah when it goes through the wall? <laughs> I choose to believe that. <sighs> Alright. You all wanted it. You all voted for it. Now we're going to have it happen. Tiru is going to Coil around just past Elrich. His spines are going to float away from him and form an array around the corridor for Chukork. He is going to attempt to create this portal roughly timed around the time that this is going to happen. So this will be when our next PC turn is because Coco still has that NPC turn and I don't get why we're strategizing now. Good job, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to be a dick. Uh, all right. So purple's going to go. Um, actually, orange is going to go. Orange hasn't gone in a while. So orange is going to um, 
reach into the wall. Uh, it sends another pulse through the wall, and it comes back out from the wall, and it's got um, like many swords on its hands, like um, it's like attached to its arms, and it takes a flying leap towards Alistair. Like it, it is boosted, and it is rushing towards Alistair. It is going to attempt to pin Alistair in the way of the big bad while doing some damage. Wait, so is it attempting to grapple me? Yes. Is it an idiot? Possibly. It doesn't Possibly. know any better. It sees you as just a target. They can have a master plan that's poorly thought out. They can have their version of Chewcore. Come on. So so shouldn't that be weighed against my brawl in some capacity? It's your melee defense, yeah. You got yeah. two in melee defense, so it's def- standard melee attack and then versus two black. I mean, it's attempting to pin you. It's not attempting like full grapple. It's, it's going to try to stab you with its sword, stone swords, into the ground. Okay. Hmm. That's a barrier help for this sort of thing. It would, yeah. All right. Uh, but probably not that much. All right, five successes. Um, so it's got base of f- four plus two is six plus five is eleven. Mm-hmm. One threat. So you soak five plus four of the barrier. So it takes two damage to you. So you get two damage. I'm gonna go ahead and parry that for three more strain. Okay. Um, and that blocks all the damage. Yep. So the only thing is then you uh, you are basically engaged with it. It is now wrapped up with you. It's, it's got its swords in you, so you will have to consider that when you have your next move. Yep. PC slot. I just believe it's got swords in his armpits because he took no damage, so it's like the stage thing where they like stab through it. It doesn't actually stab him. Sounds good. All right, so now I'm going to have Yatiru do the thing as stated before. And twisting around and over our dwarf, Yatiru peers down the corridor, the spines extend, and he readies the uh, portal to be cast as it leaps. So I'm going to do the roll in advance, and then we will see what happens going into the NPC turn. All right. So there's two ways we could roll this, Troik. You could just do your standard portal magic, and I will give it a roll to react to the portal once it's created, or we can wrap it all up into one roll and just have one huge roll. Hmm. All right. Party people. We get an M- a PC turn after this. Because its reaction is presumably going to eat up the NPC turn. Maybe. Sure. So if it does that, and we do the separate rolls, the portal is successful, but it knows dodge! You all will have an opportunity to blast it into the portal. Dramatically. Yeah. It will be difficult because it's fucking huge. Correct. Is this worth the gamble, or should we just have one portal roll and see what fate decrees? 
how have your rolls been today? All of our rolls have been historically poor. Mine are fine. My rolls are good until they're not good. Yeah, let's not leave this a chance because I'm preoccupied. That leaves Sybil, uh, who could cast uh, explosive magic, uh, Ehrlich, who is on a historical crazy bum 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 streak, and Chukork, who knows no magic. Chukork has the magic of believing he has magic. Chukork <laughs> is one of Ko's greatest wizards. <laughs> You're the Archmage? I believe so. I forget. Well, as long as Yatiru is in range to fake everything Chukork does, sure. All right. All right, Coco. It's from the sound of things, we're just going to be doing it in one. Okay. It's going to be ugly. All right. So let's do your standard. Let's get your standard portal dice out there first. None. Okay. Uh, and then it has adversary two, which is two red die. No shit. And then it is going to, what's his, what is its speed? Agility is four. So that's be four purple. You ever look at the odds and go, huh, that's a horrible fucking decision? Did you get it? I mean, I just did that. <laughs> I mean, it's actually not too, I mean, there's a close to a 50 50. Yeah. I don't like 50-50 odds, thank you very much. <laughs> you like sure things, Coco. We're trying. Woo! Uh, and I don't have anything to save back my strain, no. <laughs> oh no, you take two strain. <laughs> Why are you forcing me to extend little bits of my energy? I need it. It's precious to me. Listen. You don't turn into a dragon when you hit your threshold. Well, no. Just break Yatiru's binding and see what happens. Alright, so it launches forward. Describe portal action. Between the extended spines, the world seems to ripple and swirl. It's very, very slow and strange. Kind of like a just a sort of murky, glassy distortion. So it does not give away what this is until it is way, way too close. And once the creature commits, it suddenly intensifies like the opening of an iris or the breaking of a clear, flat, smooth, glassy lake. And a portal to somewhere. It does not appear to be anywhere of particular note. So I guess it random dungeon master's choice on that. But wherever it happens to open to, the creature is then cascaded through it. Along with presumably the extensions of the creature behind it that I mistook for additional enemies. I'm not actually sure what the hell that is. Yeah, you can think about it. What what, what I would imagine happening. So these are like locked into the floor, you know, to create the slingshot. And so it, oh, okay. it flies forward into your portal. These are kind of locked in place until it um, hits your portal. And then they, you know, obviously once it passes, it would, it would yank them out. Um, okay. So it's a, its own equivalent of interior spikes. I yes. Get it. Yes. 
The moment it is through, Yatiru collapses the portal. All right. For a brief moment, there's just the intensity of the glow at that end of the corridor, then it returns back to normal. So we're on to another PC slot? Okay. I guess, Coco, this is up to you. Do I keep that shield channeled through all this, or is that definitely a no? I think that's definitely a no. Got it. All right, so, Alistair, you would notice that the Viridian color has faded you from you for a moment. Glow dims. Chukork, you don't notice anything because you're green. <laughs> so, I'm going to go ahead and take the next piece. Is his symbol gone yet? No. All right, ladies first. All right. Uh, first I'm going to take this opportunity to... Dude, wait a bit. Oh, never mind. I thought it was case move. Is it not case move? That that was the big the big bad launched itself for that NPC spot. Oh, okay, okay. All right, never mind. I guess if you want it. Okay, Sybil is going to stab or jab uh, my spear towards Mister Purple there. All right, so you rush over and attempt to stab Mr. Purple. Ooh, that looks good. It two was as good as it looks. Two threats and one trap. All right, pull a critical injury for the bad boy. From the stack of cards in the corner. Ooh, all right. Uh, lame. <laughs> so as you strike it, uh, you it kind of tries to dodge out of the way, but you hit its lower section and you kind of hear it scream a little bit. And rather than its normal float, it kind of like starts to almost limp a little bit. It, you can definitely tell it, it's you hit a critical place on it and it is rapidly leaking ichor. Uh, Iker, Ghost Blood. Oh, okay. High score. Awesome. Uh, two threats. Um, okay, yep. I take care of the, I'll take care of the two threats. All right. Okay. trust drawings. That's very frightening. <laughs> it's a clock. That's the most threatening thing of all. <laughs> You're on a time schedule. All okay. right, PC slot. Uh, 
do y'all mind if Ehrlich tried to cast a spell? I'm going to say yeah, you should right. go for it, and then I'll probably take the next one to reapply a shield to, like, Alistair so he can do stuff for the final bit. Oh, hopefully, unless I whiff a third spell in the row, which has never happened. All right, Ehrlich is going to kind of, like, wave his hand a bit because, like, Aetur is violating his personal space. And then he would peek out around the corner and point his staff down range and fire. Uh, he's going to aim for orange because orange is right there. Now I'm going to use um, impact on this one because he's trying to basically blast this thing. So he knocks it over and kind of disorients it to get it out of combat with Alistair and free Alistair up some room. And also heard it. Okay, sounds good. Can uh, I get a coin flip? Yeah. Okay, I'm having like no luck throwing that one die. What? If we have a coin to flip. All right, heads. All right, so the swatting did in fact hit Yatiru. Pushed him back a little bit for the air and hurt his feelings. So minus one feelings. All right, you may continue. <laughs> Friendship is magic. Does he lose the the bonus die? Oh no, he's still in range. Okay. You you can be within like eight Yatiru lengths of Yatiru and be fine for that. Okay. So what you're telling me is that Ehrlich is still on his amazing kicker. He's still gonna keep getting boost die until he finally wins. It's like okay. Pachinko. Do I is it is two range okay, Kay? Yep. Woo! Damn it, I want more sixth advantages. <laughs> I'm casting these easy spells. <sighs> okay, so the advantage heals one strain. Right. <laughs> so it only cost you one strain for that one. But he hits like a truck, so yeah. orange is, is, is bad. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So the the lance of ice will fly out and smack into this thing. Cause it, you know it's kind of a very thin stream that is it expands towards the creature will explode out and just like blast it over. All right, disorient. Do you get with that level of disorient? Uh, actually, does disorient require a proc of advantages? Mm-hmm. Uh, disorient X knowledge skill ranks. Yeah. Yep. So it's got a proc. Um, okay. So you, unless you want to spend one of unless you want to spend that advantage to proc the disorient versus saving your strain, that will not the disorient part won't hit. Damn it. Okay, he'll do the disorient and he'll take the additional strain. Okay. 
So attacks against that guy will get additional blue dice. Ooh! Hooray! PC slot. All right, so I'm sorry. What happened to the NPC that was in, trying to grapple me? He is disoriented and hurt greatly. Purple still alive? Yes. Although temporarily lame. So we're, we're going to go... Alice is going to take the next PC slot, and he's going to, uh, again, go for the same maneuver of swapping his weapons, uh, going back to the greatsword. And he is going to go to impale orange. Guess wall, ceiling, floor? Floor. All right. Now, if he's disoriented, does that mean I have a little bit of an advantage? You get these two blue dice here. Oh, you already gave me one. What are we basing this against? Melee defense, if you're attacking melee. Hey, -oh. hey. Nice. Uh, secret sword procs on two. Okay. All right. All right. This impale is enough to take him down. How would you like to do it? Uh, so he is going to go for the dramatic finisher of uh, impaling through the skull. So this is kind of like a, a link downward thrust in, in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Where he's doing the down down smash. Smash him into the floor. Icker flies everywhere, coats your blade, you hear it screech, and then it is no more. Uh, the remainder of its essence also streaks into the wall. Alright, so I was going to do the shield, but Irv. Yes. You've gotten to do only, like, one thing this whole combat. Would you like to take this next PC slot we have to do? Nah, I, I don't think I can make very much use of it. Sure. You, you can take the shot. It's lame. It's an easy hit. It's like hitting the injured ah, gear. Come on. That last one I took down, he was too easy of a shot. It's just not the same. Irv wants to fight the big bad again. <laughs> You know, I could open another portal. Like we could throw you through after it. I mean, it could just appear behind us. We don't know where that portal went. Oh no, we definitely know that went to another plane. It's going to be like months before it can find a way back. If it finds a way back, if it doesn't get squashed by a bigger fish over there. Nah. All right. Well, if he likes Sybil or Alistair, Phyllis, finish it off. Nah, I'm taking this. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to have Yatira do teleport maneuver. Maximum range. Alright. So he can prepare his action of being closer and murderier. Alright. So Yatira will 
float at a respectful distance past Erlich this time, and just appear near Alistair. And a split second later, all of his spines just sort of dramatically launch forwards until they're arrayed around 22. And he is going to holy nuke this. Unless... Hmm. Ah, uh, I already burned a maneuver. Never mind. Alright, yeah, holy nuke it is. Alright. Alright, so I've reduced the range to basically touch. Mm -hmm. What do we got here? I just want to make sure I understand what Holy Nuke means. Are we doing a melee attack or are we doing a magic attack? Magic, just straight up magic attack holy. Alright, basic attack is easy one difficulty. Woo! Four successes, six advantages, and a triumph. Somebody's going feasting. The anime level particle cannon has been charged. Alright, so I don't actually know how to beneficially use any of that stuff for the rest of the party. I would like to. I only need the damage stuff to murder this, so it's kind of like... Hmm. If I could narratively use that triumph to maybe globally reduce everyone's strain a little bit. Just bleed off that energy, you know. Maybe, Mr. DM? <laughs> I'd say you can use the triumph to push... You have, you have six advantages. You can push out strain healing up to those six advantages. To, you know, to as many... You can split it up however you want. So if you want one to go to... Alistair and one to go to Sybil or one to go to Ehrlich, you know, however you want to split it up to a total of six. Um, I'm probably going to send, let's say, how badly off is everybody? You know, what? I'm going to say I'm going to send like five of it to our trusty dwarf, despite the fact that he pushed away Yatiru and caused minus one feelings. So that one remainder that would have otherwise also gone to him is instead going to go to Alistair. Okay, good, 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 good. So Alistair's now down to five strain. Ehrlich is now down to four. And Yutiru will take two strain because he's doing a transfer here. And let us bring the rest of the new the charged particle beam towards our unlucky friend here. Is he Dead. Oh yeah, he's he's toast. He's roasty toasty. Alright, so Ichiro will glow an intense viridian for a moment and then just there's sort of just a spike of energy. There's not really anything visible from it, but you can feel it. The amount of just radiated. Like as if it goes out and then it's pulled back. And then just like that. 22 simply ceases to be there. Awesome. I think that's an awesome spot to leave it for tonight. Can I do one thing real quick? Yeah. Okay, 
uh, reading the rules, so this is the end of the encounter. Yep. I would like to do a discipline check to recover some strain. All right. I'm going to piggyback off of your idea after you do that. True Gorg, being such a wise adventurer, didn't suffer any strain during that encounter. Being a professional and all. Of course. <laughs> Does it roll against anything, Kay, or is it just simply three three dice? I don't think it rolls against anything, no. Yay, three advantages. Rejoice. You were worried about having a boatload of strain, but now you are back to almost zero. Yay. I will repeat this. A little bit more discipline. Five successes, three advantages. I don't know if there's any effect for going over or not. Nope, just the five. I feel better about things. I'll take it. Does anyone else want to join the discipline train? Marius? I'm sorry, what happened? We're rolling off our strain with discipline rolls, so you could do like one yellow, two greens there, and try to cut it down from six to way less than six. Uh, sure. One yellow, two greens, you say? Yep. Discipline, okay. That looks promising. That looks very promising. Clear it. So, okay, this this thing's been sanctuaried. Are we bringing it back, and are we going to prepare for this? It's not a sanctuary. It just went someplace else. It, there's no chance in hell that thing's coming back. It's narratively out of the story. But but killing it. What about killing there, it? There's a fuck ton of other bosses. Come on, we even have like E from MIB back on the board. Remember that? Is that the We've old got man? like a bonus encounter of like water monsters in the top left. We've got tree room. We've got all sorts of other things that probably aren't even listed. We've got various traps, and we've got a final boss fight with first somewhere, which is going to be, like, Titanic. So... I... I, um... Yeah. I mean, like, this thing, we, we could just kind of assume that it went off to a different spirit plane where it kind of, like, puttered around for a minute in frustration, and then, like, went off and had a think, and now it's reconsidering its life decisions. <laughs> I think that's fair. It's now free of the influence of whatever reason it had of being here, whether it was summoned or actually part of the normal defense. Yeah, it's, it's gonna go write a book now or something. Hell yeah, self-help book by giant screaming worm creature. 